Hey everyone, what's happening? So welcome back to the second episode of The Alpha Attitude, hosted by yours truly. The last episode we talked about introverts and extroverts explained. So if you haven't already checked that out, uh, make sure you go suss that uh, video out. It's on the on the Instagram um, page as well as the Spotify. Uh, so you can have a listen to it or you can watch it as well. So either one. I recommend watching it because it shows a bit more of you know my quirks and my emotions side of things. Uh, but you know when you're driving, commuting, and things like that, it makes sense to just listen to it as well. So either one's fine. I recommend watching it. So today's topic of discussion is going to be about the words if and try, and why I dislike them so much, and why we should eradicate that from our vocabulary as soon as possible. So before, before we go on to that uh, topic, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about my upbringing. Cause I think that will play, uh, that will make a, a better context to why I think this way. I was born in Sri Lanka and I came here when I was about nine years old. And it wasn't so hard for me to, to assimilate to the Western culture because my cousins and my family were already living here. So I just had to follow suit. And, and it was a quite, a, quite a smooth transition for me uh, at a young age. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that it was a struggle because it wasn't. Okay. Uh, my life back at home, that was a different story. Um, I don't remember too much, uh, but it was more for my parents, right? They, what, they're the ones who found uh, more of a struggle more than me. Uh, I just had to, you know, just go around wherever they, they went. That's pretty much it. So I was much younger then and I don't remember too much of the details, uh, but the reason why I bring that up is because growing up in primary school, going to high school, like education and studies was very, very important in our family. And I'm sure it's the same with many ethnic cultures. We place high importance and high value in education and getting good grades because our parents believe that is the way to go to live a successful life. And the reason why I believe they think this way is because coming from a, from a country where civil war was quite evident and the reason why my parents left uh, Sri Lanka to come to Australia, and I, I'm sure it's, it's very similar to many other cultures, is because they wanted to find better opportunities and escape the war and give themselves, but most importantly their children, such as myself, uh, better opportunities and live a better life. Right, so for them, education was essentially the first stepping stone to doing that. They they knew that if you did well in 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 school and you went to uni and you got a degree, you know, you studied engineering, doctor, and things like that, you would get a a, a job that is financially secure and would set you up for life in terms of supporting your family and and doing well. I don't blame them for thinking that way because for them it was all about survival and back in Sri Lanka to survive and to escape that sort of uh, environment for them, they had to leave the country and, and working visa was a one way of getting a ticket out of there. I don't blame them for thinking that way and getting out, right? But anyway, so the reason why I bring that up is because we play such high importance on education. So as growing up in high school, you know, I would wake up at 5 a.m., study, go to school, do school, come home, go to tutoring, you know, nonstop. This was like year nine, not, not so much year nine, year 10, 11, 12, right? It was just 
it was just crazy. It was it's a crazy moment, but that's all we knew. And going into school and and, and look, it, it definitely helped out because we were doing well in school, uh, my brother and I. And and one of the things that we would hear from many of our friends and the people in our grades were, hey man, what the hell? Like you you study so much, like you know you go tutoring. You know if if I if I woke up and studied like you, if I you know, if I went to tutoring, you know, I would get good grades too. And at the time, when, when people were, said that to us, we, it made sense, right? If they, um, you know, they went to tutoring, they studied like us, I'm sure they would get good grades too. So that's why, like, going from primary school, then to high school, then now going to uni, similar, similar stuff ha kept happening to me over and over again, where people would use the word if. And, and again, I, I'm telling you this is because at the time, I didn't really put much thought behind the word if, but the more you experience it, the more you hear it saying if and, and could have done something when it, it never actually happened, it never really transpired. So going to, to now uni, um, and I was very, very skinny then, I was about 45, 50 kilos at most, finishing off year 12, and I really, really wanted to you know, get bigger, like I was, I was sick of being skinny and small. So when I was training for the first year, I started to put on some size and it was, it was getting noticed, right? And, and my friends and people around me, they would be like, shit, man, like, you know, if I train like you, I would, I would get bigger, you know? And then I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. If you train like me, you would get bigger. And then they would say stuff like, if your metabolism, or if I had your metabolism, and if I trained like you, like all you do is train and, and your genetics, you're so gifted, you know, you're always so lean all year round. Like, you know, if I had your genetics, if I was born into your family, if I trained like you, you know, if I had your discipline, then I would get bigger and I'll be lean all year round. And that's when it clicked. I'm like, but, but you don't and you're not. So why are you saying if, if, if over and over again, when in fact it's not happening? It was just another way of excusing their shortcoming in a way and, and sort of bringing down my upcoming. I'm trying to bring into light that this happens more often than not. And I'm sure you listening would have been on either side of these things. I have myself have said those words if as well. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I never, I never use the word if, but I consciously now think about the words if and, and the other word was try, which we'll get to uh, before I even speak of it. Because once you start using the word if, then you're just giving yourself excuses to not doing something. So going from gym to now sports, same thing, right? It's just like now I train for Oztag or basketball or, or, or strength and conditioning training and I get the same shit. Like if I trained like you, if I did strength and conditioning like you, I wouldn't be injured. I'll be running faster. I would be jumping higher. You know, I would go all, all game long or whatever it is, right? my cardio will be better, this and that, you know. You have the same opportunities as I do. You have the same resources as I do. We're in the same playing field. So you, there's no reason to use the word if. You can, if you really want to do something, if that's really your priority, I'm sure you would put value to that and, and set aside some time to work on those, on those situations. And now that translates into Ulamware and Alpha Nutrition. So I think, it's a, I think you will always get this from different people and in, in, in different walks of life. Like with Ulamware, for example, or like Alpha Nutrition, people might come around and say, you know, if I had time, you know, I would definitely look into it. And, and I used to be that person. I used to be the same person that said the same thing, like if I had time, if I did this. And 
And what I tell them straight away is like, when they say, if I had time, you know, I would love to start my own business, you know, it's my passion. And I tell them, you can, you can. Don't worry about if, like, what is stopping you? I, first question I ask them is, what is stopping you right now to not take that particular action? At least the first step to going into doing that thing you want to do. I ask them straight away because I wish someone would have asked me that question when I was saying those things when I was younger, you know, or a few years ago. But I, I didn't have that person. So when I hear these things, I don't look at it as a, a way like you're you're trying to bring me down. I look at it as an opportunity for me to to let you know that or at least guide or, or push you in the right direction, not you in the direct right direction to think in such a way that you can do those things, right? People rely on the words if and also try uh, because they're fear of failure. Uh, they're afraid of the commitment and the discipline they got to put into to make it all come true. And also it's hard as fuck. It's not easy. When you, when you eradicate those words, if and try, then you're really giving it your 100% and you're really, really taking action in every single thing you do. And that is the definition of being switched on or being on all the time. And you got to realize that's your priority and you got to be able to have control of that switch to turn it on so that you can be on. Okay, so now I want to talk about the word try. For me, the word try is such a safety blanket word. It essentially says that you've tried to do something and when it, if it doesn't work or if it fails, you can at least say, I tried to do it. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't give it my best. I just tried to get it done. And then you have something to fall back on. Try can, can be an attempt that's 5% effort to even like 90, 95% effort, right? The try can be anywhere in that range. So if it doesn't go your way, you can be like, you know, you can tell yourself, at least I just tried, you know, I didn't give it my 100%, I just tried. It's not good enough. You know, you have to do your best whenever possible, whatever is important to you. You know, sometimes you're not gonna do your best because it's not important to you and that's okay because you gotta find out what it is important to you and whatever it is important to you, you gotta give it your 100%. Whereas when you try something, it's an attempt, it's a weak attempt. So that you can fall back on when it goes to shit. I'm not saying it's always gonna to go to shit, but if it does, you have that safety blanket to back yourself up. Whereas when you do your when you do something and you do your best, you're giving your 100%, you're doing everything in your capabilities to get it done, so you have nothing to fall back on, right? So that adds a extra accountability to your actions, which is, I think, is a fear factor in many people's lives, including mine. I've had this before as well, where I would, I might think, you know, if I, if I give my best and if I don't come out victorious, then shit, what the hell? Like, am I not good enough? But looking at it now, I would rather be not good enough and give it my 100% than not give it my 100% and come out of it, whatever. Does it make sense? So you got to figure out what is your priority and what is important to you. And those aspects of life, you have to give yourself 100% attempt, which is doing your best, not just attempting something half ass, right? You're not going to go anywhere in life doing that. I think what happens is we notice different people who are talented and they do things at a very good level. And you're right. Many people who are talented can, can do those things. But the same talented people who've had a good work ethic, they'll be great. They'll be much better than just good, you know? And 
talent and work ethic, they go hand in hand. You know, I, I personally think work ethic beats talent any day of the week. Talent gives you the ceiling, but work ethic gets you there and sometimes surpasses the ceiling, right? So I'm not here to say that I'm someone who can be in the front row of an NRL team and start taking tackles because my talent, my genetic composition is not going to be allowing me to do that. But my talent can take me, you know, I can be quick on the wing perhaps and run fast. So with my work ethic, I can be a talented winger, you know, if that's what I want to do, for example. I'm not going to try and go and be a front rower and take all the tackles. Does that make sense? So you have to figure out where your talents are and then with your work ethic, which is getting, giving you 100% and getting rid of the words if and try, that's your work ethic, you can get to the ceiling and surpass it. That's the most important thing. If you're kind of person who has heard these words before, if and try in your life or you've used it, as have I, I, I truly, truly believe that if we don't change that mindset around, then we will live a life that is just subpar. You know, you literally have one life to live. You know, why would you go through the life and looking back and think that I've attempted to do something when you could have given your 100%? Whether you come out victorious or not, you can be content, you can be satisfied. You can look back and be like, you know what? I actually gave it my 100%. I gave it my full commitment, my full effort to doing such such things. So that's why the words if and try are so important to me and I can't stress that enough. The sooner you eradicate those words from vocabulary, the better it is gonna be for your life and, and anything you do. You know, like even with my friends and my family, I pull them up straight away whenever they, they say stuff like, or if, like one of my cousins, like, you know, you guys would know who he is when I, when I mentioned this. He would randomly say, if I was six foot three, I can dunk the ball. And I'm like, mate, you're not six foot three. You know, you're not. Don't tell me something you're not and that you can't do right now. You know what? You are maybe five foot, 11, six foot if you're lucky on a good day. And you know, there are other people out there who have been on that height and can dunk the ball. So just keep working on it and you'll get there if that's what's really important to you, you know? Or at least even if you don't get there, you're still gonna be able to be, perform better anyway, regardless, because you're training to jump higher. I pull him up every single time and now he doesn't use it. And I, I think he's, he's also starting to think more and more like this. And I, I really appreciate that because the people who surround, that I surround myself with, I don't want to have people that are, that are thinking if and if and try and try. Like I want them to be thinking, okay, I can do it or this is what I can do. And to do this particular thing, I gotta work this hard to get there and that's what I'm gonna do. Even the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about the mindset switch. Having that discipline and having and doing the thing that you always want to do but you put aside for so long, you know, and now you wanna you wanna understand what makes you click, what makes you switch on. Even having that thought enough and having the conversation just you know, it just amps me up, it gets me going. That's the kind of conversation that's really, really, really I find it very enjoyable to have and and that's the kind of energy that I want to feed off each other. So that particular day, after having that conversation, I felt really good. Like I wanted to crush that day. You know what I mean? Just having the conversation to a friend of mine. And if he can have that effect on me by just having the conversation, I just hope that I can have the same effect on, on the people listening. At least one person listening today, if they can take out that shit, man, like, you know, that's what I needed to hear today. And I'm going to go and crush either today or a week to come or month to come or year to come. 
and they keep going, then I feel like I've really, really done my part. That's what we're here to do. We're here to make each other better. You know, you, myself, you know, me having these conversations on, in front of camera, it also puts me in a place where I have to also practice what I preach. I can't be just be talking shit and not doing it, right? So I'm putting myself in a position where I'm talking about all these things. And if I don't action these things the same way, then what the hell am I doing, right? So this is also, selfishly speaking, this is also a way for me to uh, upholding my standards. And I hope that I can help you guys do the same. Going back to what I was saying, talent was talent was work, work ethic. Talent dictates your ceiling, work ethic gets you there. To have a good work ethic, you gotta have a good mindset. And to have a good mindset, getting rid of the words if and try is a good, pretty good place to start, I reckon. So I want to finish off uh, this video by saying, you and I, we're on either end of this conversation. We have used the words if, and I'm sure we have heard the words if from other people. So moving forward, I think we should all try and get rid of the words if and try from our lives and also help other people understand the same thing, you know, so we can live a life full of greatness. That's pretty much what I'm trying to achieve. And, and if I can help people do the same, then, you know, that's, I feel like I've done, I've done my part. Thank you everyone for listening. And I'll, I hope to see you guys in the next, next episode.